This is something different, a bit of a, an interim, I think some people call them bonus episodes. I wouldn't necessarily say this is a bonus, but um, I decided that I would do a quick review or tale about the Canyon Grand Canyon 6. So I ride uh, something called the DV8 Highlander, which is a um, full suspension. I think people call them trail bikes, but I guess it's more of an enduro bike. It's uh, 140 mil travel on the rear, and it's got a fork 36 fork on the front, 29er. Um, I run We Are One carbon wheels. Uh, it's got cable shifting ceram. I did have access, but the battery charging and just issues with it, to be honest, that were just annoying. We do a lot of riding and are often away in other places and getting components and fixing things with the axis was just expensive actually not even annoying or difficult just expensive my build that i have was pretty much down to stripping a previous enduro bike i had and putting the components on it certainly the fork cranks um bars and some other bits and pieces on there i've just ported across saddle dropper post um but it's a it's a beast you can point it at anything and it gets me through so i have had always had a number of mountain bikes and we still do we both have fat bikes um we both have city bikes uh we have a BMX between us now. There's a, there was a dirt jumper, but that's gone. Just with moving and traveling and everything, decided that it was time to consolidate down to one bike because I thought that might be the best thing to do. What I've realized over the last year is, one, on the evening rides I do, you clay out a rock and then bend your mech hanger or worse and then can have like catastrophic consequences or you break a spoke and then means your weak egg rides are slightly less fun and cleaning oh my goodness even dust is annoying so i decided this year that i was going to buy the hardtail that i wanted because i've always bought the ones that are on sale and just always thought of a hardtail just as a kind of get around bike and just for a bit of fitness so i had my heart set on something steel and interesting i got to a point where i found something that was a complete build convinced myself that i should do it and then had a crisis of confidence and thought well actually that's too much money and right at the same time i'd been watching sam pilgrim's youtube channel and noticed that he was being sponsored by canyon so decided to have a quick look at the canyon website and whilst poking about came across the grand canyon and I looked at it and it said, you know, the Grand Canyon is what mountain bikes used to be. And I was like, well, that could be quite good. Um, don't need loads of travel. Don't need all the whistles and bells. Just need something to go and look for mushrooms with. Uh, that is okay on single track. Not going to be doing loads of drop, drops and jumps on it. Um, 
Anyway, I sort of looked on that and then continued to poke around on the canyon site and really liked the Stoic and thought, actually, I should buy the Stoic Enlarge and I can use it as a kind of dirt jumper stroke, um, hardtail stroke everything bike and then keep my deviate for other stuff and so that's what I was going to do I saw there was one that was in leaf green with a a RockShox fork on it I was like I'm going to buy that and I think two grand by the time it was all said and done um, they did this option on the website where you could put it on your credit card and they take an amount every month they don't they put a hold on your credit card so you don't need to do a credit application and all of that nonsense and I was like you know what I'm just going to do that um, manage my own cash flow and can actually get the Canyon Stoic the hardtail that I wanted however when poking about this Grand Canyon 6 from 2022 in a in a sort of dark black or dark grey colour with silver decals popped up and like a bit of a moron didn't read the spec properly just noticed the discount so it's an XL alloy comes ready to go XT rear mech 12 speed I was like you know what I'm just going to go for that read the reviews some idiot on YouTube was saying they crack well I guess you know if you send an aluminium hardtail off of a massive jump in Whistler it's probably going to crack I mean to be honest all kinds of bikes crack if you don't do things properly so anyway I kind of dismissed that but I didn't read the spec properly if I'm honest I looked at it and just thought stock wheels uh, Swelby tyres which didn't look like they were tubeless but I was like you know what I can probably make it tubeless um the Suntour fork, which I was interested in, and I'll explain why in a minute, I just order it. So that's what I did. I had a spare set of bars around um, because I noticed that the Grand Canyon had narrow bars. Um, I was like, it'll be fine. I should have looked at it properly, and actually, if I'd have did it again, I would actually order the Stoic, but if I was going to order the Grand Canyon, I would have ordered the two grand version and done the same credit split spread thing and got the one with the Fox forks on, uh, just because it was a better spec. Anyway, this one turned up, uh, got a massively good deal on it, turned up really quickly. Uh, UPS didn't do a great job. It had been out in the rain, so the bottom of the box fell out. Um, as I said, I got this huge discount. I was like, okay, let's unpack it. So the first thing I noticed horrifically for me was there was no internal cable routing for the dropper post. And the 6 is a different frame to the 7 and the others. So there was no internal routing for a dropper. So I was like, oh dear. And the dropper I've got is internal routing, not external routing. It is the right diameter, but just the wrong sort of... Um, yeah, the wrong kind of routing. And also to my horror, it was a five millimeter quick release skewer. 
rather than a rear through axle. Now, I haven't ridden a bike with a skewer, as in a mountain bike with a skewer, since probably 2006, 2007. Like, as soon as I could get through axles without quick releases, that was what I went for. And I should probably say I'm six foot three. I probably am 14 and a half stone. Um, I'm not a small dude and I've ridden mountain bikes since the 90s and I'm not nice to them. Um, had a phase of riding road bikes and um, one of the things I always noticed when climbing a road bike was that the back wheel flex would touch the rear mech, the derailleur. So I, I'm hard on things and I looked at this thing and just thought, oh dear, what have I done? Um, but you know let's see what we can do so i managed to find a way of putting the dropper post in and routing the cable out of the bottom of the frame from a hole that's already there and then using some velcro like strap things which is what we did before internal cable routing on mountain bikes just kind of attach the cable to the uh to the down tube to the yeah to the down tube um and fashioned it in such a way that it worked and i was like okay so that solves that problem i cranked on the tension on the skewer at the back to such an extent that i don't know if that thing is coming off without a stick to lever the quick release lever and then i've got the sun tour fork to play with so again like a muppet i didn't realize that the sun tour fork uh doesn't have a through axle and there's no option for a through axle it's the sun tour xcr uh 30 millimeter stanchions um it's 100 mil of travel i think which you know what does that mean but it is an air fork and it does have some sort of rebound adjustment so I was like, do you know what? I'll have a stab at this. So I put the through axle in. I pumped it up to what I would normally pump a fork up to, which is like 110 without reading anything on the Suntour website. And took it out for a spin. Now, my first experience was okay. The front wheel worked slightly loose, so there was play in the front wheel, but the rear wheel stayed exactly where it was. And do you know what? The XT shifting was all right, like no faults. And I also was a bit cynical about the basic Shimano brakes on there, but actually they they were good enough, you know, and... Um, they stopped one side kind of bedded them in a bit it was like actually these brakes work like i they're all right you know um so anyway i took the thing home had a look at it i thought okay i just need to make a few changes so what i did was i changed the bars I pumped the tire pressure, the sorry, I pumped, changed the bars, pumped the air pressure up on the shock to 220. I adjusted the rebound to be a bit slower, new grips on that were a bit thicker, adjusted the brake lever, and I also adjusted the gear shifter so that it didn't catch the top tube if the bars span round. And I put on an old uh, SDG saddle that I had, which uh, my wife, who's also on these podcasts, um, 
repaired for me. I made the tyres tubeless, which was pretty simple. I just used stands, whacked in the, uh, put on the stands tape, whacked in the sealant, and you're not supposed to do this, but then rode roots and rocks for a day and it's not moved so and it didn't even leak in fact it didn't even shift the tire pressure overnight which is interesting because that's probably a better tubeless conversion than any of the tubeless conversions i've done on tubeless compatible tires as a side note i didn't even need to use the reservoir on the fork so on the pump so yeah interesting um I put on some flat pedals with pins. I will possibly change these at some point to a slightly bigger platform. And took it out in the woods and rode places I normally ride, like Centennial, which I've mentioned on this podcast before. Uh, and I've put it through its paces. I've ridden it in the wet, ridden it in the mud. I have ridden all the trails I normally ride. I have not been easy on it. The fork still kept coming loose, so I contacted Suntour, who sent me a video on how to tighten your fork up so that it doesn't wobble or doesn't the wheel doesn't move and i don't know it remains to be seen i rode it for 10 miles the other night and it's a tiny tiny bit of play and i i can't get i can't get it any tighter in the fork i don't i don't know what i'm going to do to the quick release if i try and tighten it up anymore it starts off okay but after you know an hour and a half of roots and rocks it plays loose now this fork is a good price it's so it's plush you, like it's good enough um and i do think it's probably something i'm doing not necessarily the fork it's so impressive to have an air fork at that quality and it's well built like it looks the part it does what it's supposed to do just this axle thing which is just slightly frustrating and the rear axle hasn't moved. Like, it's, I've cranked it on. I'm sure I'm going to bend the thing sooner or later. Um, I do wish I'd bought the Grand Canyon 7, just because of the rear through axle. Um, but we'll see how we go. Riding a DV8 Highlander, which is... And riding the canyon on the same trails, uh, taking the downhill sections, there's very little time difference in my times and i know these trails super well some of the ups particularly when it's damp the hardtail climbs faster so this is a an entry level basic mountain bike with a five millimeter quick release and basic components out the box bodged together by me to make it work i.e drop a post and it's performance over five rides is similar on trails i know to a multi-thousand dollar full suspension mountain bike that costs a lot of money to run now i'm not saying anything i'm not saying i don't enjoy riding the expensive bike i do and even this hardtail i would like a hardtail with 27.5 wheels uh better spec so that i can use it as more of a dirt jump bike cross you know hardtail whatever for riding features and stuff but the reality is if you if you are struggling and you want to get into this sport you can use the spread it option on the website you can pay 100 200 dollars a month and you can end up with a mountain bike that you are going to be able to pretty much ride any green blue possibly even some reds progress enjoy yourself in the woods with your mates on a bike that 
it's got good geometry, it's comfortable to ride, you can ride all day. It you can't knock it. So my suggestion to anybody looking to either buy a second bike or winter bike, get into the sport, get someone else into the sport, is go and have a look at the basic canyons. Just bear in mind what I said about through axles and component and see how you go. So well done, Canyon, and you can't knock it. So hopefully this was helpful. I will put some links in the description below. I don't want to do loads of technical stuff. I don't want to do loads of reviews, but I did think this was relevant because I think it gives hope. Anyway, hope this is of interest and we'll be back soon with our normal content. Thanks very much for listening.